Yo, I'm politicking with the homie poet, Poe Politicking. Self-help meets hip-hop. That's fucking beautiful. What up, Poe? What up, DJ Period? Just two black brothers. I see y'all out there doing what y'all do, preserving the hip-hop culture and introducing the future stars. Keep shining, kings. Real and recognize real. Love is love. Salute. Yeah. PoePolitikin.com Welcome back to PoePolitikin.com. Your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on iTunes. Right now we're live on YouTube, Amazon. Check out some of our interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, and place to be with Jamal Gravy Willard. How you doing, bro? What's up, my brother? What's happening with you? I'm great, man. I was actually, uh, we was talking about you a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, I had Swift on the show. Oh, okay. My God. Yeah, so I just wanted to, I guess first thing we get to that, man, I see you in the new movie, Circumstances 2. I was watching a little bit of it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. Go check it out. Circumstances 2 is out now. So what's your what's your role in the movie? Uh, that movie right there, man. I play a, a nigga with 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 a mind frame that's a little off, <laughs> a little seven thirty ish. You know what I'm saying? Then I was trying to figure out. So uh, you're not in part one, right? No, nah, I'm not in part one. No. So was, is it like is it so it's not the same? You know how sometimes it just stays the same. It's like different different characters in part one and part two, or. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you about part one because I'm not in part one, but uh, part two is banging. But make sure you catch one to catch up to part two, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so yeah, so how did you how, how did you end up hooking up, hooking up with Swift? Uh, we met out in uh, Milwaukee shooting a film, and uh, he a cool dude, man. He threw his thing, he told me about writing, and he had a script. And some other things through my man Steve also. It was all good. So we put it together and it worked itself out. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, so I guess I wanted to uh, kind of just start from the beginning because I know you went into hip-hop then transition to the acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Gravy, as the rapper Gravy, for a long time rapper doing Gravy shit, it helped me um, get into the movie. You know what I'm saying? It was a blessing to get the Biggie role. And I worked hard for that, so that, that opened up a whole bunch of new doors and everything. So that was great. Yeah, I would say so. How did you how did you get involved with hip hop? Like, what is your earliest memories of hip hop? Oh man, my best memories are being in the studio all the time with Cutmaster C and uh, everybody. Man, Red Cafe, Cutie Kid, franchise as a group, messing with Valley the Records, Chris Lighty. Uh, you know, just doing some wonderful things at the time, Big Fendi, and just, you know, just out there making it happen, man. That was a good time. And uh, that was like 98, 98, 97. So you, you still in the music now? Or, cause I think the last yeah, time. Yeah, I still be cutting some records and doing some soundtracks. And, you know, I still got the love for it. But my newfound love is acting. So who's some of the people you listen to right now? Oh man, I mean, you can't help but uh, not listen to Lil Baby. Lil Baby popping right now. The Baby's popping right now. Uh, still be checking out Future. Still be checking out, uh, of course, Jay Z, of course, Fab, of course, Nas. Still banging that Nas album. Still banging that Jada Kiss album. So I listen to everybody. Mm. So who your, who your top five? My top five is. Uh, of course, Big Pop, Jay, 
Nas, Fab, and Jada. And if you had one album to ride to, what album would that be? You only got one oh, album. Man. The whole, the whole, whole trip, four-hour trip. <laughs> oh man, that's probably uh, ready to die. Mm. Man, Absolutely. But yeah, you was talking. You kind of mentioned that earlier. So I just said, man, I know that film. Like, how does it feel being a part of like you know you always kind of like stamping history now, playing that role. And then you played such a good role too. So how? Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely urban and iconic to be, you know, in a film like that, that'll definitely be shown for the next 20, 30 years, man, you know, in our lifetime. So it's a wonderful piece. And then to be able to get into the All Eyes on Me with LT Hutton and uh, Demetrius Ship, who played Tupac, and that was a wonderful thing, too. So those were both gifts, man. So I, I, I'm just honored, man. And then being able to work with Ice Cube and Barbershop, Three and see Nicki Minaj again, and that was lovely, man. All that, all that was great stuff. Um, I say this. I was reading that you had to gain a lot of weight for the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I put on a lot of weight, man. I was uh at the time I was like two eighty five. I put on like I got to like three sixty, three eighty. Yeah, man. They don't know, man. That shit hard for us though. You, it's hard to. Uh... Game I'll take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it off. Easy to yeah. put it on. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't no. So that's like, uh, but so uh, did you um, actually, I actually just had Fredro Starr on the show too. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, so I, I had told him, I said, I think he's like one of the really top actors as far as hip-hop and acting because you really don't, like, he plays, like, it ain't like, you know, some people play roles and you be like, man, he, he acted. You don't seem like he acting. I would say the same thing with you too. Like it seems very realistic. Oh, appreciate it, man. I appreciate all that love. Word. But then he said he didn't go to school or anything for it. So did you go to any acting classes or anything? Yeah, I, I studied for it. I went to Juilliard, man, and we had a wonderful time in Juilliard studying and doing all that, man. So that was wonderful, man. Juilliard is in New York, and it was amazing. So what year did you go to that? I went there and, and when we sh were shooting the movie, that was 2007, 2008. That's right. Because I would say, like, I know, like, most people, like, you know, we all think we can rap, but then a lot of us don't don't understand that acting is available, too. So what would you say to, like, you know, just youngsters that want to get into acting, what would you say to them? Uh man, you know, we try out, man. I mean, everybody ain't cut from this cloth, but uh, you could try out, man. I, I feel like anybody... Anybody out there, man, trying to live their dreams or trying to master their craft should, you know, get the best practice in and do, you know, like Kobe Bryant, man, the mama effect, man. Just put your heart and soul into it and it can happen. But if it's not for you, man, don't don't force it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be running around with a bunch of yes, man, and ain't running with some some real, some real niggas who tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like this ain't this ain't your capo, man. Like I hate to see about 30, 40 niggas running around with one rapper and he garbage. And ain't none of them out of the 30, 40s telling them that this ain't his, you know, his lane. So, you know what I'm saying? If it's your lane, it's your lane. If it's not, you know, just, just try to keep going for whatever you want. But don't stop dreaming, man. You know what I'm saying? Always keep your ambition and your hopes up high, man. Don't ever stop dreaming, man. I hate when people try to shut down a dream effect. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not realistic, man. Anything is realistic. You might be the one. You know what I'm saying? If it's not realistic, you can invent it, right? right. <laughs> That's right. what you got to invent it on your hand if it's not realistic. That's right. 
Now, last you, I mean, you had just mentioned you said met Mickey, uh, Nikki again in the barbershop. So, I was, what did you mean by that? Did y'all like start off together or something? Yeah, we used to we used to kick it back in the day. Definitely, we used to sit in the studio all day long, man. Was yeah. you with Was you with Lou Star? Was she what? Was you with least with Lou Star and them? Cause I know she started with Lou Star. With oh Lou. nah, I don't I don't remember none, but I know she was Dirty Money and I was with Dirty Money, so that was that was a big thing at that time. Then so the Dirty Money you're talking about is something different from that the Diddy Dirty Money, right? Yeah, yeah. Dirty Money was uh Fendi, Big Fendi was doing this Dirty Money thing and I was a part of that. So that was a beautiful thing. Mm. I'm gonna ask you about you. I see you got some jewels on, man, like you shining over there. Oh man, I'm just chilling, laid back, man. I'll be on my little my little uh clubhouse and my little um tag live and I'll be on a bunch of stuff, social media stuff. Is that your brand right there? The the, the hoodie? Nah man, it's a young brother who gave me this out of uh what is it gave me this track suit out? He gave it to me in uh Rock Rock Mount, Rock Mount, what's that? Uh, uh Little Rock. Oh, Arkansas. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, now nah, matter of fact, uh, North Carolina. Okay. Matter of fact, it was North Carolina, man. I keep messing up all the dates, man. I'll be all over the place. But yeah, it was in North Carolina, man. He gave me that. And it was in Jacksonville, North Carolina, matter of fact. Not Jacksonville, Florida. Word. No, I was in Jacksonville, North Carolina when I was in the Marine Corps. I know exactly where it's at. Yeah, Rocky Mountain. That's where we shot it at and everything. Yeah. So that was good. So what what's what's uh what you got lined up for the rest of the year? Oh uh, man, man, I'm getting ready to shoot these other two. I'm getting ready to shoot two series, and I got plenty of movies lined up. So we got to start off with Sebastian. Uh, we got Super Turn on the way. If you look at my IG, Jamal Gravy Willard, it's all spelled the same, one word. Jamal Gravy Willard, go to my IG. You'll see the trailers and teasers. They up right now. We got Trust No One up there. We got Circumstances Two. We got uh. Trust no no one. We got uh, what else? We got we got trust nobody. Circumstances too. We got uh, super turn. So we got a lot of a lot of action joints coming, man. We got knocks on the way. We got brothers keeper on the way. We got uh, what else? We got we got a couple more movies, man. I can't think of all all of them right now, but yeah, we got a bunch of joints we shooting. We got a bunch of joints that's coming up. So you know we're just working. So uh, what like so where you envision yourself with like where you trying to go with the acting? Oh man, I'm trying to go all the way to the top, man. I feel like I'm I could be one of the best. I mean I don't never limit myself. So I'm just feel like I'm one head away from being the next uh the next great. You know what I'm saying one of the greats that do it. I love uh I love the greats who do it, man. Like I love Don Cheadle, of course. I love Samuel Jackson. I love Denzel. I love Don Cheeto. I love uh, I love the greats, man. I mean, Omar Epps. I love all of them, man. All of them who do their thing, man. You know, I just just want to be a part of that part of that team. I would like to have my name mentioned in a couple of comments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I read that you're a comedian too. Nah, I'm just a funny dude, man. I can make you laugh, dog. That's all. I'm just a funny dude. Yeah, I thought that shit. It was in your bio. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, he doing jokes now too. Yeah, I get funny. I'm a funny nigga at times, you know. <laughs> Just got to be around me to understand the mathematics, you know what I'm saying? What What are some of your interests outside of music? Uh, Well, right now, man, my, my main interest is just acting, perfecting my craft, and then uh, uh, 
I've just been focused on my daughter being a parent, you know, and uh, everything else is just, you know, as it comes. It's, I still love music, still love going in the studio recording, you know, but uh, right now I'm just chasing, just keep chasing my acting chops and chasing my dreams to see these new films come out. It's a big year for me. I got a lot of films coming out, probably six or seven dropping this year. So it's a beautiful thing just to keep, you know, keep evolving. I'm ready to get back on to the TV light, you know what I'm saying? Get some of that TV time, the sitcom time. It's a different joint, you know what I mean? One of them powers or maybe one of those uh, Tyler Perry joints. How old is your daughter? She's 12. Okay. So give me some advice, man. I got I got a, uh, I got an 11-month-old daughter and a, a one-week-old son. So give me advice on the daughter, man. Man, all I could say is you don't put it in God's hands. You know, when it comes to a little girl, man, you gotta just, you know, put it in God's hand and be a great, be a great father, man, not a daddy. You know, I mean, I'm hands on every day. So all that dropping paper off and you know, all the guys who have kids and they see their kids once in a while, drop some paper off and think the baby mama gonna take it from there. And I ain't no father, man. Putting the memories in their head, keeping them smiling, being there for them. You know what I mean? Showing up at the school, picking them up, hand in hand every day. That's a real, that's a real G. So that's that's what that's what I recommend. Just just be strong and uh, you know, provide for her and give her the world. You know what I'm saying? So she can understand that what you represent is the next man she'll marry one day, or represent whatever man she'll come in contact with, that love and that nurturing. So she can understand that. As far as the boy go, you know how that go, you street dude like me. So you already know you got to toughen them up. No easy walkthroughs. Make them work for it so you can be strong like us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, already. I, the first day he was born, I hit him in the chest already. Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, you ain't get out of it, man. Shit. You try to get a nigga whiplash. Uh, I would say, uh, what's, what do you th- say is a good business to start right now? Good business? Yeah. I mean, anything invested in yourself is the best. But, uh... Right now, I would just stack your bread up. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'll stack your money up. Man. I wouldn't do no big investments or nothing unless you invest in yourself. Right now, COVID is too heavy to be running around trying to do things. Let, let, let the world get secure with that after a year and change so we understand where we're headed. Because right now, we all in a disarray. We all don't know where we're going, what we're doing until Biden get in the office. And then we could, you know what I'm saying? Let's get rid of the Trump cat. Then we can really sit there and understand. I mean, we got 900 billion coming, so let's just figure out, you know, how to move again and how to move properly without the mask and the hand sanitizers. I mean, we're gonna have to do that for another year or so, maybe two, three, but, you know, that's a headache right now. That mask shit is really a headache. Hmm. You, what do you think about that, uh, what happened on Capitol Hill a little while ago, a couple weeks ago? Oh, retarded. Slap in the face for us as a culture, you know? Slap in the face, man. But, you know, we used to it. You know what I'm saying? It's just time to put an end to it, you know? Yeah, I don't know if you heard, man. They were saying on the news, uh, be on the lookout, because they talking about raiding every Capitol Hill. Like, all 50 Capitol Hill. They talking about doing something like that now. So he's saying be on the lookout. Uh, I mean, you know, people just talking, man. I mean, you know, it's only going to go for so far. Eventually, somebody going to get killed. Well, actually, the girl that got shot out from out here, she's from San Diego. Well, one of the people that got killed, she's oh, from San wow, Diego. Yeah, man, that was that's, that's a bad, sad story, man, because just imagine, like, 
everybody who, who could imagine it being all black would have probably been a disaster, man. So let's just thank God it wasn't all black, man. I would have been many lives lost for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, you you was you was uh I made to ask you this when you mentioned it, but you was talking about dreaming earlier. So I just want you to kind of talk about that a little bit more. Like what's the, what's the importance of dreaming and never losing your dream? Cause you know, some people be like, oh, you don't, don't be dreaming, That's, that ain't real. So what's the, why is that important? Well, it's just a mindset, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could believe what you want to believe. It's just like when people believe in God, like you gotta have faith and believe in yourself and you gotta have faith and believe in him and other things will prosper. But you know, everybody ain't brought up like that. You know what I'm saying? My household, I was brought up like that. My mama did a wonderful job with me and raised me to be um, God-fearing and understanding what life is and, and, and how you can't do nothing without him. So, you know, if you're not, if you don't have that, I'm not knocking you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever your religion is, is your religion, whatever your, your focus is, is your focus, but just, uh, you know, put it to work, you know what I'm saying? Do the best you can and believe in yourself. That's, that's all I'm really trying to say is believe in yourself. Cause a lot of people don't have enough self-love there's a lot of young ones out here that they don't even love themselves enough to take care of themselves, you know what I'm saying? So we gotta instill that. So it's, it's two bad generations coming up right now, you know what I mean? Lack of fathers being here, most are dead, most in jail. So these daughters need daddies and these uh son need these sons need need mothers and the sons need fathers because you know they're going down the wrong route. Everybody trying to be a rapper or a dope boy or something that, you know, the social media represents instead of just be be what works for you. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I know they, they say like most times, like when you're acting, like, you know, especially when you're doing a character, you have to like really research that character, like get in tune with him. So is there anything that you learned about Big E that you didn't really know before? And like, do you feel like you connected with him on a spiritual level with that movie? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Just being from Brooklyn, man. Being from Brooklyn was a definite plus for me and just uh, getting all the insight and the hindsight from uh, his moms, uh, Wayne Barrow, Mrs. Wallace, Faith Evans, Diddy. I mean, I had a lot of love from everybody to make it work. So it worked itself out. It wasn't just me, man. It was everybody that was involved to help me really, really make sure I made it that it was popping, you know what I'm saying? To make sure his legacy was definitely perfected. We bust our ass on that, definitely. All right, man. Then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Hey, man, it's all love, man. If you if you if you feeling me, man, it's all love. If you're not feeling me, it's still all love. But uh, you know, everybody be safe with your mask. You know what I'm saying? Keep your uh your sprays and your hand sanitizers, you know, keep God first. And let's rebuild and let's unify this this world, man. Let's make America great again. You know what I'm saying? Stop the violence. Word. All right, bro. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Oh, man. Anytime, brother. I appreciate you for having me, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no doubt, man. Appreciate having you. I say, uh, what's your social media again? Jamal Gravy Willard. Jamal Gravy Willard. One word, man. You can catch me on Instagram. Catch me on Tag Live. Eight o'clock most of the time. Tag Live. I'm on there. Eight o'clock most of the time. Tag Live. Eastern Time. Eight o'clock most of the time live. Yes, catch me, man. I'll just be jamming. Uh, my Instagram is Jamal Gravy Willard. My Facebook is Jamal Gravy Willard. Everything is the same, man. It look like you got a show or something. You got a podcast or something, right? Uh, it's not really a podcast. I just do my live thing, just connect with the audience instead of 
running around right now with COVID and trying to get all the interviews done, I really make people come to my live and ask me whatever kind of questions and random questions they want to ask me. You know what I'm saying? While I'm on the live, I try to get to everybody with that. I let the fan base get at me, and then they got the versus battle I get on to, you know, just pop on with somebody and just be like, hello, what's up, what's going on? And to see their reaction. So it's, it's a good time. It's a good, it's, it's a good thing, man. It's a great app to mess with, you know what I'm saying? The Poe Politican Show is brought to you by RapperT-Shirts.com, home of the official Poe Politican merchandise. From face masks to tees and hoodies, order yours today. Thank you for listening to The Poe Politican Show, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. For live content, subscribe to our YouTube channel.